Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the land. I'm your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And where we at again, Bolo? Y'all know we in a place to be. So go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to grab a drink and pull up. Because this is The Porch. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work, every day we got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs a see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see you. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. Let's get it. Oh, low bands on the porch. How you feeling what right do? now? What it do, my bro? Okay, before we get started, bro, let's uh-huh. role play right now. All right, mm-hmm. I'm Will Smith. You, Chris Rock. Go. Ah, ah. Oh my god. Keep <laughs> <laughs> my wife name out your mouth. It was a GI Jane joke, Bolo. Keep my wife name out your mouth. <laughs> See. Wow. That brother said, wow. <laughs> Look, I should have said, scene. That's a great job, fellas. Let's bring it back. That's how hey, bro, make it felt, bro. That's, that's how, how you make know. it felt. Bro, that's, but that's how you know you got slapped, though, when, when you just stop and say, wow. <laughs> that's how you know somebody slapped. Bro, Chris Rock didn't even budge, though. He he, huh, ate it. He, he, like, he, he ate like a G? Fight, bro. He kept a solid base, bro. It was like he was prepared to get smacked. So you say, you, are you saying it's fake? I ain't saying it's fake. I ain't saying it's fake at all because you can't fake that bald head on Jada Pinky. You feel me? I feel like you can't you can't fake something like that. Like you know what right, I'm saying? That's right, real. right, right, right. It's real. Like it's real life. But we gonna get into it. We gonna get into that, bro. We gonna, we gonna get into it, y'all. Stay but how you feeling? I see you over there, fitty. You got you got the you got the hat going to the back with the matching hoodie. Got the red. What you on? You know, I'm just you know same day. You know, no, I said it wrong. Hold on, hold on. Same stuff, different day. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, it. shout out to Lord Origins. Got my got my hat from Lord Origins. Support the brand, you know. People be people be messing with the soft brim, bro. The snapback soft brim definitely can making a comeback, strong comeback. It's swagged out, bro. I I rock with a heavy, bro. But before we get going to our show, give hit us with a bolo word of wisdom to get the show started, right, man? Give us with the thirty second word of wisdom from Bolo. Talk to me right now. What's up, Porsche family? Hey, I'm going to hit y'all with one word of the day. The word of the day is 1%, okay? 1%. What that, what that means, okay? In anything you do in life, if you're just taking a step forward in any direction going forward, 1% is what we need to do, all right? You can get 2%, 3%, 4%, but if you walk away from the day knowing that you at least got 1% better, then you're making great strides, all right? Don't give up. Keep chasing your dreams and just know if you're getting 1% better each day, ultimately you're getting better overall. So let's keep getting better, family. Yes, sir. I love it. We're finally here. The top teams in college basketball have been determined and the final four is set. Looking to wager on these games or the national championship? Head over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all updated odds and info, along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And let's get better with the first topic, our hot sports topic of the day, March Madness, bracket time, final four time. And I don't know if you got a bracket, Bolo, but your boy bracket looking pretty good right now. Let's Have you about, seen my bracket? About, let's talk about you. I, I, okay. I, like I said, y'all, look, Porch family, I'm not a big basketball guy. I do buy into basketball and the basketball hype around March Madness, so mm-hmm. I am caught up around the game. 
Of course, I made a bracket, but, um, you know, once Kentucky lost, Iowa lost, you know, kind of that first two rounds, bro, I was just pretty much done. But, done. I mean, you you made it all the way towards the end. I mean, you probably weren't the only one standing strong with your bracket, bro. Kind of talk to us about what went into that. Yeah, man. So, first of all, shout out to our to our distribution partners, Believe. You know, they had a little tournament going on for different hosts to uh, jump in and want to be a part of. And I'm actually one of the last four hosts who have a chance to actually win this thing and not to brag or anything, but I am ranked number one right now amongst those hosts with the highest percentage chances of winning this thing. So you asked me the question, what went into my my picks? Nothing. I literally went in here, clear mind, half the teams I've never even watched play this year. And I say, you know what? I'm going to look at these, these rankings, these numbers. I'm going to look at just the, 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 the validity of the school in general. Mm. And I'm going to just roll the dice. And that's what I did. And it's crazy because this is probably the best, most accurate bracket I've ever done in my entire life. And it's the least amount of work and effort I've ever put into it. So you mean to tell me you created your bracket and no real thought or no real strategy when it's to creating your bracket? Not very, very rare. I mean, there's a few teams, obviously, that I, that I watched this year. You know, Duke, right. UNC. I watch, you know, Kansas has been balling this year. Like, there's some teams I kept my I kept my eye to it for sure, and, and I, I knew about. But a lot of these, you know, uh, uh, you know, lower seed teams, small schools, yeah. I ain't never really watched them play this year, just, just being honest. And it was just me just like, of course, I'm looking at what they're, you know, where they're ranked. I'm understanding that it is March Madness. And that right. teams, there's upsets every year. So I'm putting that into the back of my mind. And then I'm looking at the validity of the actual school. So it's like, if, if you're UNC, I just know that you're always good. Like, whether I watch you every game this season or not, I just know that North Carolina, every single year is going to have a pretty good squad who has a chance. So I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. So I use that, I guess, as my strategy, so to speak, each each uh each game each matchup and I did a pretty good job man so like obviously I don't get everything right but my final four I got three of the four teams I got Duke, Villanova and Kansas the only one I didn't get right I didn't get I didn't have UNC making it to the final four I had UCLA UCLA mm. they let me down they've been balling out this year they lost a close one to UNC um yeah. and listen as a fan of the game I'm not mad at all that arguably the greatest College basketball rivalry in college basketball history. Duke and UNC is in the final four with a chance to go to the championship game. I'm not mad at all. I just didn't see that happening because it's like it's almost like too good to be true. You got Coach K. This is last season uh, uh, coaching. He's retiring. You got Duke versus UNC. Last time they played in the regular season, the game was crazy. And now they're playing the final four. Like you couldn't you couldn't have scripted this better, Bolo. Man, it's, it's going to be an amazing scene, bro. And it's like, I didn't realize that these teams have never faced off before right. in the Final Four. So it's like the first time that we're all going to see this. Um, shout out to the to the, to the 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 new head coach for UNC, you uh-huh. know, taking taking the baton and running with it and doing an awesome job. I think Roy Williams, you know, um, did a great job with that program by building it up. And, yep. you know, that head coach, new head coach came in and, Hubert Davis, Hubert Davis, yeah, black man. Hubert Davis, man, Make it, making it look good. And and I think the players are bought into him. And shit, who knows? You know, I, obviously they got Duke taking it. But, you know, who knows who come? I think March Madness, bro, you know, anything can happen. You know, anything. let's talk about St. Peter's. Like, St. Peter's came a long way. Even though they got whooped on uh, a few days ago yeah. by, um, you know, UNC, you know, they, they came a long way. They beat some pretty good teams, especially for a team who had no ranked players. Yep. Coming out of high school, you know, what I mean, just players just probably coming to coming to school, getting an education, enjoy basketball, and they ended up being a team, you know, in the sweet 16. Uh, so right. it's just you know, it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome to see St. Peter's they made it to the elite eight, didn't they? Elite eight, and St. Yeah, Peter's was eight. the one team that kind of like I completely got wrong. Like, I had them losing probably off everybody. the rip to Kentucky, I thought it was a wrap, and they it messed my bracket up. It'd be Kentucky, it'd be who was it? Was it Murray State or? Purdue, like they just was yeah, they, flowing. They, they, they knocked some teams down. They won. They won three against three top teams that you know they were not the favorite. None of those games, right? And they were able to just come out and play hard, man. Um, so I'm excited, man. The thing I I really appreciate about March Madness is like 
you know, it, it gives a chance for those smaller schools to go out there and just grind. Like, I don't care yeah. if you're a five star, I don't care if you went to, you know, Kansas, you know, here's this little school with probably two or three thousand kids in it. And these kids are playing hard. And, you know, they'll if, the, if, the, if they play hard and, and the shots are falling, you know, they may come out with a dub. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I'm always excited to to root for the underdog the Cinderella team, as they call it. Um, so it was unfortunate to see them lose. But I mean, who wouldn't want a UNC Duke matchup, though? Come on, we all want to see that, bro. And uh, me and you being former football guys, I just had a random thought come to my head, right? So we know with basketball, like we said, there's upsets every year. Small schools always have a chance to, like, you know, uh, make some noise, make it far in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, hypothetically, if there was a tournament just like this, but for football, right? Do you, like, do you see, because you see smaller schools, smaller teams. That's a great question. Making a run. Because I just think the sports is so different that with football, a lot of it comes down to like like physicality, like obviously skills for sure, but like strength, size, depth, you know what I'm saying? So whereas like your starters might be balling out, but at some point they're going to get fatigued and the drop off between that starter and that backup is so such a disparity that they just can't last against like a, a power, you know, big a power school, a big 10 a team, an SEC team where basketball we hooping. Like, you might be stronger than me or whatever, but we hooping at the end and of the day. My shots, and look, bro, with basketball, if my shots dropping, they dropping. It's dropping. You know what I mean? You can put, and I, I mean, this is a little bit overboard, but you can put a, a, a high school team out there, and if they shots falling, they're going to have a chance. You know what I mean? Versus football, you know what I mean? You got to line up, and you got to get that chunk in. That D-line got against go against that O-line. You got to tackle yep. the running back. Like, you got to, you know, get in a position to make plays. Like, same thing with basketball, but football is like, it's just hard to explain. Like I, and that was kind of, that was going to be my next question to you because mm. um, it's funny. You said that, like, I think it's easier to win from a smaller school in basketball than it is to win from a smaller school in football. I agree. Just because like you mentioned, like the physicality piece, like the speed piece, the skill piece as well. Um, yep. You know, I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, when we used to go out at ball state and we used to go play Oklahoma, Clemson, you know, those bigger schools, like you can just tell, you know, just from a, you know, body standpoint, right? Just the non the non tangible things. You know, we were just far apart. You know, people are just naturally gifted. You know, somebody playing safety. I'm 5'10", 205 versus this safety. He's six two. You know, two hundred twenty pounds. You know, that guy different. may play defensive line. You know, at Ball State. Yep. You know what I mean? But you got guys that are that same caliber playing defensive <laughs> back. So it's just a big difference, man. Like you know, obviously height is a big thing in basketball too, yeah. but. You know, if you scrappy, you playing good defense, y'all rebounding and scoring. I mean, it, you give it, you get a chance, but I think there's a lot, uh, a little bit, a couple more variables in football than it is basketball when it comes to you know those small small schools making making that change um, and beating those bigger schools. No, nah, it definitely is, bro. I, I, one story that comes to my mind. I remember we played Virginia, a school that we actually beat. Ooh, um, yeah. But I was on for some reason I was starting on kickoff return that particular game. We had like a different strategy where I was a starter. And they had like a, a third string defensive end, white dude, like six, seven, six, eight, 250. But he was the first one down the field. Running, 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 probably run a four, four. First Back. one down the field, biggest dude. Come, he's either gonna run through you or he's gonna whoop, whoop. He will surprise you with a move. And it's just crazy because, like, you mentioned that just some of these bigger schools, it just, it just is what it is. Like, they're just built different than us. They just like, go different, bro. I remember trying to block them and, just hard, hard to really know what he gonna do. It's like he's he he weighs just as much as me, but he's taller than me, quicker than me, faster than me. It's like I don't, yeah, you know. I mean, what do you want me to do, coach? <laughs> it's tough. So it's tough. yeah, it's just man, tough, shout bro. out to that 13, 2013 ball state team, man. If y'all oh. don't know, man, we was some dogs, dog. We was, we, was dog. we took down, we took down a, a lot of good teams that year. We beat um, South Florida. South Florida that year, um, you know, right before that, 2011, 2012, we beat IU twice. I'm two and IU, you know what I yep. mean? Never Just lost with IU myself. Right yeah, You know, um, Virginia went up, and we damn near beat them by, like, 15, 16. We ain't just skating by comfortably. Virginia. We went, we went in Virginia and turned up and went crazy. We was down there chilling on the sideline, relaxed. We was down there. We went crazy. I mean, we was <laughs> Cool, we got jumped on the plane, came back. You feel me? Third strings in. We ain't even feel like playing no more. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> with the freshman yeah, bro, in. shout out to that team. My dog Jonathan Newsom ate against the um offensive of tackle. Morgan Moses. Yeah, he played for the Jets now. You know what I'm yep. saying? He went Jay first New round. was doggy. Morgan Moses, you listen to this, you getting dog by Jay New. 
Facts. My, my dog knew was eating on him. He crazy with it. Shout out to Jay New. He back in this uh, new football league as well. USFL. Um, you know what I'm saying? Out there playing in Alabama. Shout out to my dog. Can't that way. You know what I'm saying? 1% better. That's all it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's all you got to do. Disclaimer, these statements have not been evaluated by the Drug and Food Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. And speaking of people getting dulled, that's a perfect transition to our next topic, our culture block, where my boy Chris Rock got dogged on stage. Did he get dogged? He got dogged. Bro, he got he smacked got on national television, bro, in front of all his family, his friends. And if I'm not mistaken, Chris Rock, ain't, ain't he from Brooklyn? Man, from the look, East Coast, with t- they were at Tim's, like they from Chicago. He got slapped in this, bro. Look, he treated Will Smith treated him like he was Pookie in New Jack City. Ah man, and Pookie. smacked the lips off my dog. He All smacked right. them so hard, we fucked it on the porch. Now, 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 a couple, couple, couple angles I want to attack here, though. Let's do it. All right. First off, my boy Will walked on stage. All right, and smacked him on live TV. All right, not not the most professional, right? I get that. OK, right. but he did what he had to do. All right. So I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence with this situation just because I don't agree how he did that. He may he may he, he should have just called him after, you know, afterwards and, and handled his business. But, you know, you could tell Will Smith got a lot going on, you know, in his heart and his mind, a lot on a lot of weight on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And um, he just couldn't he couldn't he couldn't hold it in. And obviously it was for his wife. He was protecting his wife. And I think at certain points you do got to protect your wife and set the tone. So people ain't continue to, you know, rag, rag on you and your family. Um, I think for comedians too, bro, they have like this invisible shield where they know that they can say anything on that stage and it could be accepted. And, you know, at this point now it's like, shit, what's up? Like you, you talking all that crazy stuff. Let me go ahead and walk through your invisible shield and tell you that, you know, I don't appreciate what you were saying. So mm. and then obviously I heard uh, Chris Rock say, you know, the Oscar team or whatever they put that together and he read off the prompter, whatever. But I'm like, you got enough skill, you 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 savvy enough, like you know, people consider you as one of the top comedians. You know, if, if you if you ain't feel right saying that, then you know you you got enough you got enough you know clout power experience not yep. to not say that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I man, I really don't know what to think. You know. The slap was it justified? Yes. Should he should he slap them after the Oscars? Yeah. But I mean, he did what he had to do, bro. Like you know, his wife going through a traumatic time in her life right now. Like a woman, especially a black woman, y'all. Let me just break it down to y'all real quick. Uh oh. Black woman in her hair is one of the most important things that they have. They appreciate their hair. Like you just got to think. If you know a black woman, you know they got all types of hair products. They got everything to try to make sure that they health their hair stays healthy stays natural um because it's true to them you know what i mean ain't nobody's hair like a black woman's hair right so this black woman lost her hair so a part of her you know she lost you know maybe she felt like she lost some of her strength she lost some of her power she lost who she was and obviously she just went through this situation and you want to go ahead and throw a joke it's too soon so now i'm about to make you pay for that joke you threw so that's why i agree with will you know obviously it was a big moment for him being a first-time oscar winner um, and going up there and that kind of taking away from that moment a little bit. But I mean, he did what he needed to do in that at that time. Man, that's a great point that I haven't heard anyone point out yet. Like you said, being a black woman, the, the importance of what hair is to them. And like you said, I know my wife got all types of you know products in there, oils, all yeah. types of sprays, everything yeah. in there to keep that hair going. So that's a great point that I never even thought about. Um, so I'm trying to be devil's advocate here because I'm, I'm on the fence as well, bro, because it's like, all right. 
as a as a human, as a man, as a husband, um, as a person who goes through stuff, I can understand that like in the moment when you're angry, you're upset, or you feel disrespected, or someone you love has been disrespected, you not you're not fully thinking about what the right decision right. should be, and right. maybe I should wait till later. Now I'm I'm mad right now. I'm disrespected right now, so I'm a, I'm gonna act right now. Um, but in a perfect world, it's like this is the Oscars, this live TV. This is your first time winning it. You are a black man, and this is another black man, and this is what they want to see. They want to see y'all fighting and arguing and stuff on, on TV. Eating it up, eating it up. So it's like eating out the roof, out the roof. So it's like I don't want it. I didn't want it to happen. I, I don't want to see it for that reason because now this is going to be the most talked about Oscars probably forever, and it's going to be oh, for wow. a negative and not for the positive fact that you just killed this role as as king richard for serena and venice williams family and everything else is getting completely overshadowed because of a, a quick moment now on the flip side it's like okay i'm a husband so again i i'm all about defending and protecting my wife and we'll talk about protection a little a little later but i'm all about defending people that i love and i have a soft spot for you know, women and kids. I always say that, you know what I mean? As yeah. a man, I feel like we should be, we should protect women and kids. I just feel that naturally mm-hmm. on my heart. So if a woman who is your wife is going through something that she's publicly has been talking about that she's struggling with, um, losing her hair and, and having to go bald. And it's something that she's probably very insecure about, or who knows the real emotions that she's going through behind the scenes. Right. I'm sure her and will have real life conversations and she's probably, it's probably really hurts her. And if you saw live on TV, when Chris said the joke, she rolled her eyes. She was not happy about it at all. So Will probably saw that. I was like, you know what? I'm about to go on the stage and and, and handle my business. So, like, it's like I understand why he did it, but I I can't necessarily, I I don't necessarily agree with with the action of doing it and the timing of doing it because of so much, because of just, you know, again, you're black, he's black, live TV, your, your biggest moment of your career. And now it's overshadowed. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah. then also the joke itself, and me and you might disagree on this, the joke itself, and this is me assuming that Chris Rock did not under, did not know that Jada had an actual condition. I'm, I'm going to go in with that assumption. The joke itself of saying, I think he said G.I. James, you'll be in the next G.I. Jane or whatever. That joke itself isn't like a crazy harsh joke in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't know that she has a condition. Now, if he knew she had a condition and then still hit the joke, I feel like d- he did. different conversation. But that's where I'm like, at. I feel I feel like he did just because mm. you know they said that he didn't come up with the joke, he just read the joke because the, the team put it together. The prompt or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but in my mind though, I, I'm curious to see how the process works. Is is it like Okay, do you like when you're reading the prompter on live TV? Is this your first time reading it, or do you have a chance to actually, you know, think on it and actually read what you're going to say before you go out there? Right. I can answer that. that. Yeah. Now, typically, you you do you do read it before you go out there. You have a now, chance. Typically, now, yeah. Typically, now if he read it before he went out there, then he knew how he was going to throw the joke, and he's completely wrong for that. But right? that doesn't mean he knew that she had a condition, though. That no, it, it's not. But I feel like he did know she had a condition, though. I feel like I everybody, so. to a certain point, bro, kind of have uh, some type of awareness of what's going on. You know what I mean? For this long, Jada Pinkin has, you know, has had hair. Obviously, she's had a shortcut. But, like, people ain't just really going bald like that. I'm going to be but real, I though. I, I didn't I know. questioning what's going on, though. Okay. Okay. Like, bro, on some silly on some silly stuff, bro. So, I went bald probably in 2017, 18. I just wanted to try, right? I told my wife, I said, I want to look like Morris Chestnut. So, I'm right. going to go bald. <laughs> Right, so I went bald. Worst decision I ever did in my life. Barbara handed me the handed me the, the, the uh, mirror. Mirror. I was like, uh, we we I damn near need to get some weave or something after this, bro. So I had to deal with it, and yeah. I was like trying to get comfortable with it and whatever, whatever. And people was hitting me up and you know hitting up Kayla and like, bro, already good. He's sick, whatever, whatever. Like you know what I'm saying. So like I feel like naturally when you cut your hair or go bald, like people automatically gonna just generate questions behind. Right. Why are you going ball? So I feel like he had a, a, an idea of what was going on, but I knew he, he thought his joke was going to land. But the silly part about it, bro, the joke did land because it people did land. was rolling. People was rolling in there. And what I was thinking about 
was, I don't know if you've all into this situation or not, but like your wife has this power of hyping you up. Like my wife yep. hyped me up where like, like I'm good. Like maybe a situation, it may be a little bad, but like I can brush it off, but she can say a little, she can say something or kind of get me going a little bit and hype me up where I'm like, all right, I'm about to, all right, it's on now. Like yep, she got yep. me going now. Right. So I bet, you know what I mean? Cause Will was laughing. You seen the video. Will was he, laughing. He was laughing for a little bit, but he looked and he seen Jada and he, she had that disapproval and that hyped him up. And he said, you know what? Let me get up and handle this business because when I get home, it's going to be, hey, you was letting Chris Rock talk about me. And they got right. you on camera laughing at me about me being bald and all this, you know, stuff I'm going through. And, you know, they already been through a ringer, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, their relationship Man. and things like that. And I think for Will, bro, it's like he wanted that chance to prove to Jada that, you know, he loved her and he was going to protect her no matter what. Um, right, regardless. I, I think from I think from Will's standpoint too, y'all. Hear me out. Hear me out, Porch. I think he was trying to create. Um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, y'all. But he was trying to make his relationship better by doing that action. Mm. He thought that was gonna save a lot of the turmoil. I'll say going on in that relationship. Um, just kind of being that hero, being that you know that person to step up and defend him, but. It backfired and it didn't it didn't turn out too well for him. Um, the Internet is undefeated. I will say the Internet undefeated. is undefeated. Bro. It was probably five minutes after the fact. And it was probably on every social media platform. People had already edited the video, making it the way they want to. I seen one that said, OK, well, I see you. But Tupac would have shot. <laughs> I saw I'm that like, too, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, man, y'all don't stop. Y'all, man, the Internet is crazy, man. I don't know when I don't know a time that the Internet has ever lost, bro. Like it's and, undefeated for like it's literally undefeated, and it, I think it'll be continue to be undefeated to the test of time, man. It's it's ridiculous. I saw that post too, bro. That, that now that is wild, bro. You know the crazy thing is though about the slap. Let's talk about the slap real quick. Why was his form so flawless? It was like a he walked up like a player or a pimp. Walked no, up real, real smooth with the suit. And then he turned around. Turned. Through, it's like he knew Chris wasn't was about to retaliate. Oh, Chris wasn't on nothing. Like I'm he, about to smack the lips off you, and, and I'm going to walk off and sit down like nothing happened. <laughs> he turned his back, bro, with a little grin. Like, that's disrespect. Chest out, was walking like, he was like this. He oh. knew. Like, he must not see. It must be some industry talk about Chris Rock. It must be some stuff that went down years ago with Chris Rock to where Will knew he wasn't about that life. Because, like, imagine that was, imagine that, that was uh, 50 Cent or something. I'm just throwing a name out there. He ain't will first of all, Will ain't gonna slap him, but in the event that he does, he ain't turning around. He's slapping, he's squaring up. Like, what's I up? Like, I feel like, bro, I feel like anybody else get up there, bro. Will probably letting it ride, bro. I feel like it was probably some extra beef way before the end, bro, that just kind of built up. And he was I like, you know what, thing. Chris Rock, it's your time, bro. It's 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 time to get smacked. You know what I mean? Because, bro, the just the confidence in Will Smith to get up on national yeah. TV and smack this man. Hard too, though. It takes a lot of balls to do that. Yeah. So I'm still stuck on the fact that on one of the biggest nights of your life, you get up and smack this man, bro. You have been in probably way, way more uh, harsh situations. Yeah, than way. You walked away from it, but you decided to get up and smack that man while he was talking on stage. Like, <laughs> And turned your back immediately after. Turned your back and kept walking. But let's give credit to where his credit's due. Yeah. Chris Rock went on and still announced the winner. Um, it was like, bro, like you literally got smacked where you was like, <laughs> uh, it was like, it was like some something like off a movie, I Grand Theft Auto, where like it was right. like a glitch. He he slipped and like he looks and he was like, Yeah, Will Smith just smacked me. Like, so he said, wow. Like, wow. I'm like, bro, you just got smacked like a like a bee. Okay. <laughs> and my my dog went and sat down like nothing happened and told you twice, keep my name, keep my wife's name out your MF and mouth. Come on. Twice bro. though. Meaning that like if I'm telling you twice, that means you damn it gonna get it again if you, right. if you say it a moment. Right, time. right. Cause like, the second time you said it's slower. Because Chris tried to, he said, all I said was G.I. Like I said, keep my wife name out the mouth. He sounded like Samuel Jackson from uh, Snakes on the Plane. 
That same on snakes on the plane. He I'm said <laughs> mother snakes on this mother plane. plane. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. But Shout man, to I'll Will, be, man. Hey, man, Will. but I, I still appreciate Will Smith, man. Like, yeah, you know. That does not take away from the person he is, bro. The work he's done, bro. He's still a gold in my book, bro. And the thing about it, y'all, let me let me just break it down to y'all, man. Like everybody's entitled to make mistakes. All right. We are humans and we are creatures of failure. Like we are we are made to fail. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, we expect these type of people to, to be so perfect all the time. And, you know, he had a small malfunction. And I think that's okay. You know, uh, everybody got emotions. Everybody bleeds. Everybody cries. And, you know, he got to that situation where maybe he was just like a, you know, a ticking time bomb, man. And he was just waiting for something to to happen for it to let it out. And it could have it could have happened in in another form. You know what I'm saying? I think it was just probably that particular situation that caused him to explode. You know what I mean? So um, I'm gonna just pray for Will, man, because y'all I mean, we make jokes and stuff about you know, black health and, you know, black people, especially black men, you know, when black men are vulnerable on TV and black men are able to, you know, share their truth and, you know, be vulnerable and cry and stuff. Sometimes a lot of people make fun of that, man. Like it kind of closes, closes black men out. Like they can't really express themselves, you know, and I I hate that, you know, because that you got somebody who may be really struggling, you know, that's sitting in the house and they're like, man, the way that they dogging Will Smith for like crying on TV and, and doing all this stuff, like I'm never coming out and sharing my truth. I'm going to just hold this in, you know, as long as possible. And we know it's healthy to get that information out and, you know, release that tension. So um, sure. man, shout out to everybody out there that may be going through something that got somebody to share, share that information with, um, you know, definitely praying for y'all, definitely praying for Will, because Will going through a lot. Y'all don't understand. Will been through a lot. Y'all think because this man rich and everything that he got it all, but he's struggling too. So, um, yeah. you know, we're just going to continue to put our hands on my dog and hopefully he can overcome this and, you know, continue to make great movies, bro, to make us, you know, say, damn, Will Smith a bad brother. Because he yes, is. Sir. He is, man. Shout out to Will, man. First Oscar of his career. Uh, definitely well-deserved. Um, now moving on, you know, still kind of stemming from the Will Smith, Chris Rock, uh, situation. We want to dive a little deeper though. So during Will's acceptance speech, he mentions a few things. One thing he mentioned was, you know, protecting your wife, you know what I'm saying? Protecting women, uh, things of that nature. So me and Bolo are both married men here. So I want to ask you, I mean, there's a hundreds of things I feel like as husbands that we have to do, that's part of our job our our, our daily assignment, so to speak. But would you say that protecting your wife is our number one job? And if not, what is? Mm. Mm. I mean, I mean, you got to think about it, bro. Even like when you when you get married, man, to have and to hold like, mm-hmm. you know, just when you when you saying your vows and stuff like that, like you honoring and you protecting and you loving that person. So, you know, I feel like, you know, you got to protect that person with your life. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. I think that's my number one priority regardless, you know, it's just making sure that, you know, my wife is safe and, you know, obviously I got kids too. So right. you know, I'm, I'm willing to lay down for, 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 for the three in my house, you know what I'm saying? So right. that's just, that's just what I, I'm, I'm comfortable with saying that just cause I know, like, I couldn't imagine, you know, if, if you walk away and you know, you can't imagine like living life without, you know, your, that person, you know, that yep. I mean, and that's what it is. So, you know, like they say, I die for mine and that, and that's, and that's no cap on that. That's you know facts. What I mean? So, that's yeah, that's a no-brainer, bro. And protection, so, obviously, is e- even deeper. I know you're talking more specifically probably on the physical side, which, of course, that's a no-brainer. I die for my wife. Tell her that all the time. I told her mama that before I, you know, when I was talking to her parents okay. about taking her, her hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I told her like, I would because I really mean that. Right. Um, so the physical part, yeah, 1,000%. Uh, but then as well, there's a deeper level than that is the emotional you know, uh, uh, protection, the uh, spiritual protection. Like, as we know, as, as, as men, we go through stuff and our wives, they go through stuff. And a lot of times, and I'm not speaking on other races cause I don't know, but I know black women are just naturally very strong. And sometimes and I'll speak from my own experiences. Sometimes black women will hold stuff in that they're going through, or, you know, they'll tell you a little bit, but like a lot of times they're so independent and strong mm-hmm. that they want to kind of, uh, solve it their own self or think that they can, you know, solve it their own self. So as a husband, I think sometimes you, you have to be there to like, you know, uh, be that shoulder to for them to lean on to cry on or just to let them know hey you can you know you this is a trusted space this is a safe space for you to 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 come talk to me uh, about good bad happy sad everything in between right so um 
And obviously to connect it to, to what happened last night with the Oscars, it's just, you know, you, you know, Will's in that position where, like I said, we don't really know what conversations are being had behind closed doors about the, about the situation. You know, because I, I saw people online just saying, like, listen, like, she has a condition, but it's not, like, deadly. Like, her hair falling out. Like, what's the big deal? Like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. I saw other comedians come into the uh, uh, defense of, of Chris Rock. And I, and I understand their angle. Obviously, if you're if you are a comedian, you'll be able to relate more to Chris Rock, obviously, right? Um, but just thinking outside of all that, thinking as a man, as a husband, as a, a boyfriend, whatever you are, it's like, listen, regardless of what your intent was, this is how it made my wife feel. Facts. In even if your moment. intent was in that moment, even if your intent was pure and you didn't mean no harm, this is the reality of it. My wife, like you, like you heard my wife feelings. Yep. <laughs> What's up? What's up? And like you said, I think in, the, in our last segment, um, you know, Will kind of chuckled at first. And now when he chuckled, I didn't even look at it as like he was really laughing. I thought it was more of like like, like a fake laugh. Like, yeah, you, right, you know, right. you're around people. You might be at work, whatever. You kind of like, <laughs> just to kind of keep it cool. But then he looked to that left and saw Jada wasn't even faking it. She was hurt. And he He's was like, like, man, I got to, you know what I mean? So it's like, man, about this. I got to do something about this. So it's like, as going back, it's like, yeah, as a husband, yeah, you just gotta. Sometimes you you do some crazy stuff for for people that you love, and that kind of goes to my next question for you, Bolo. Uh, and it's another thing he said in his acceptance speech. Will um, was that sometimes love makes you do crazy things. So I guess two part question: one, do you agree with that? And then two, I'm gonna put you on the spot: is there something crazy that love has made you do? Now, when I say love, it it could be you know relationship like with your wife, love. It yeah, could be. Yeah family member like just love in general has it made you do something crazy man look uh i just think bro when it comes to love bro like love is just that strong word that is make anybody do anything bro like um it's just that uncontrollable feeling bro you know where you will you wouldn't mind sticking your neck out for people right um i don't mind you know helping you through this bond i don't mind you know getting you through the situation because i love you right so that's the same with will smith like he like my wife going through a tough time right now you know with you know losing her hair obviously it's not cancer or anything but she's still going through you know a, a state that's that's hard on her so it's hard on me so when you get that love bro yeah. you know you start to feel what your what your partner's feeling right because if your wife is not happy you know, you're not going to be happy. Right. And that's real true with the happy, happy wife, happy life type of thing, because, you know, they they are, you know, the nucleus of the household, bro. And they yep. they control all the emotions throughout the household. So if the wife is mad, you got to best to believe it's gonna be a bad day. Gonna be smiling <laughs> in the crib at that time. You know, what I mean? Facts. because that that rubs off on everybody. So that protection piece, you know, sticking my neck out is just like him showing her that that favor. Like, hey, I got you. Like, I just want to let you know that if nobody if the world's against you, I'm with you at this point. Like, I don't care about none of this stuff. Like, love is the is the thing that I'll die over because I appreciate you. So I appreciate Will for for doing that, because, you know, what I mean, that's his wife, man. That's the person that, you know, he, you know, are in front of the in front of the Lord, yeah. you know, they created a bond, you know, they create that union. They're they're as one. So he feel what she feels, and you know, he acts accordingly. Um, to answer your question, um, there is pretty much like craziest thing, like what would you do for love? Like, shit, bro, I moved to I moved to Indianapolis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm I'm a Chicago guy, and you know, I love I used to love being home, high school, all my homies, all my friends and stuff, kicking it like still a big, you know, advocate for, you know, Chicago and just, you know, trying to kick it with my, with my boys. And obviously shout out to my dogs back home. Yeah. Um, you know, Bolo, Bolo click, solid 12 click, all my boys back home, you know, we ain't been kicking it, but I miss my dogs, but you know, I fell in love and it's like, shit, Indy, Indy's home now. So yeah. that's, that's what it is. I got a new life and, you know, I'm happy I made that decision and, you know, I can't help but say like love is what made that decision happen. You know, if I was just, you know, going through the phases and stuff, I probably would be home in the heartbeat right after school. But that's right. not the case. So that's real rap, bro. And I agree with you, man. On pretty much everything you said, like love is such a powerful tool. It's almost like a drug almost. Like it's like once you it got is, it, you, you need it and you'll do anything to get it and keep it and maintain mm-hmm. it. And um, yeah, I, I think what he said is true. When you really love somebody, man, I, it's been time where I didn't I didn't went off went off at people on the littlest thing because I feel like they maybe said something a little slick that offended me or offended my wife or 
or any any situation, right? It could be it could be road rage. I mean, I'm in a passenger seat, wifey driving car next to us, do some silly stuff and switch over the lane. I'm ready to go off just because not because I'm mad about me because you disrespecting her. And it's just, I almost get more mad. Maybe it's just me. I get more mad when you disrespect like somebody I love than mm-hmm. I do when you disrespect me. And I don't know if that sounds silly or not, but that's a fact. Bro, it it, it touched a different part of your spirit, bro, where it just, you you damn near about to turn into like an animal, bro. Yeah. Your point, bro, I remember Kayla was driving, bro, and this this dude uh, down there blew through the stop sign, bro. Mm. And I had both the the kids in the back, bro, and I was in the passenger seat, bro. I almost turned into a total demon, bro, like about to get out the car, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's a wrap. Like, I ain't. It's something about, like you said, bro, like you could like do that to me. Like I, yeah, I can handle it. I can it. take that. Yeah. I can take it. You know what I'm saying? But my kids and my wife, I don't know how they can take it. So from there, I'm going, I'm going to handle it and make sure that this don't, don't happen, especially with my siblings too. Even with my siblings, bro. Like say that. I'm, even, I'm even that way with my siblings. Like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to jump on somebody about them. Like, that's just how I am. I think, you know, that's just somebody, people you love, bro. You don't want to see her. You want to see happy all the time, bro. You willing to do anything, bro, to make sure, you know, that they in good graces, that they feel, they feel safe, secure. And, you know, knowing that somebody got their back. Yeah. hundred percent. But I always think about my little sister. I have such a soft spot for my sister, man. Shout out to Erica. Mm-hmm. She 14, but like any, anybody trying to hurt her, I don't care what it is. Like, it's just a soft spot, bro. Where I just will, I will, Zero to talk about zero to a hundred, man. I'm telling you, it's like I'm I'm 110. And it's like it's funny what you said. You kind of halfway jokingly said, you know, you turn into a demon, but it's you when you get to a certain point, your mind it's like a whole nother mindset. Like when you get to a certain anger, it's been time. I'm like, I look back, I'm like, dang, I kind of scare myself a little bit, knowing that I can get to that point in in you know in, in any given situation, depending on the scenario. So um, now, nah, and, and like you said, that all stems and goes back to, to love and, and, and what the power of love can, can make you do. Cause I, I think about other emotions, other stuff, like, like, like anger alone doesn't trigger me to that point. You know, like sadness alone on trip. Like it's, it's yeah. like love is the foundation. And then from that, it's like, it, it almost brings, brings on every emotion. Like love is almost like a, a, a Kool-Aid batch. And they got, you know what I'm saying? Like in any situation, like love can bring out anger. It can bring out sadness. It can bring out uh, jealousy. It can bring out all these types of emotions, but they all stem from the foundation of love. And uh, I think that's what happened with Will, man. And uh, he had to do what he had to do. And and one thing I do want to touch on, I didn't want to get super deep on this one is, um, and I didn't even know about this uh, till, till recently. Will talked about it before though. I think growing up, his mom, his dad put his, hands on her on his mom a couple of times when will was young and will saw it but never really did anything and i, I think he talked about it in his book and i don't want to misquote him because I, I haven't read it yet so i'm going by uh what i've learned but um i know it's it's something that's uh has haunted him for a long time even growing up that he didn't really protect his mom even though he was a child he was like i think mm-hmm. he was like eight nine years old mm-hmm. as a man you know how we feel we want to protect our moms and stuff of course so for him to not, I guess, do anything is always haunted him. So in hindsight, I can see that now when he's put in a position to protect another woman who he deeply loves, he might go like a, a step too far, so to speak. You, you, sometimes you overcorrect. Yeah. Something, you know what I mean? When, when you miss you missed out on something early on. And like you said, I think Will's going through a lot of stuff and he does a good job of hiding it and, you know, being the happy guy on social media. But all that stuff is building, 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 building. And then that last G.I. Jane Joe was the last straw. And he said, F it. And did we have to do? Uh-huh. Yep. And 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 let's get let's get it. I mean, obviously, my man, he, you know, he got up and you know, uh, I think today he posted um, you know, that Apology. he apologized, man. He apologized to Chris Rock, he apologized to the Academy, you know. Everybody has made mistakes, you know, and, you know, it's about being able to admit your failures and then just being able to turn around and just be better from there. So, you know, hopefully the world don't sit on this for too long and, you know, hold this over Will Smith's head because it's not take away from his his artistry of him as a human being. Yeah, he's provided to the world. You know what I'm saying? He's still a great dude. He just made a mistake. So we all him. I I made a mistake yesterday. Oh, bro. bro, I make so many mistakes, bro. Like. But like I said, bro, it's 1% better. Like there's a lot of situations where, you know, people make mistakes and things like that. But, you know, if you live a whole life without making mistakes, then when are, when are you going to learn? You know what I'm saying? 
Like you never gonna learn if you if you don't ever go around, you know, making mistakes. So you, you dropping wisdom right now. You know it, 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 it will be this will be the first segment. You dropping little, you know what I mean, little gems, bro. You know what I mean. We can't never get nowhere if we ain't going through no no trials and tribulations. Like coldest thing that I heard last night was when he said, "Hey man, my my buddy Denzel Washington said when things are going well and you're at the highest point in your life, the devil manages to come in and, and tries to interrupt it." Obviously, I'm not saying it verbatim, but something yeah. to that nature where you know you you'll be doing a lot of great things, man, and out of nowhere, you know, here come here come the hurdles, here come the adversity, right? So it's just about being able to bounce back and, and fight through that adversity and come back a stronger human being. So I bet Will Smith is going to bounce back. He has bounced back from way, way more harsh situations than this. You <laughs> right, know right. So, um, you know, it's just another another uh, on on the shade room. They just fill in the calendar, just another little picture on the calendar for, <laughs> for March that they're going to add in. So 100 percent, man, that's what it is, though. But shout out to Will Smith winning his first Oscar. Yes, sir. And it's crazy before we transition to our last yeah, segment. It's crazy that this is his his first Oscar. He got it's some wild. heat, bro. He got it's, some heat. He got some heat, but it's crazy. The years that, like, for example, I think Ali was nominated and then, like, Pursuit of Happiness was nominated. But the years that they were both nominated were, were other years that, like, I think Denzel had training day. It's like, ah. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's then, funny, uh, too, though, because the, the Oscars, bro, the way, way they do it, like, Denzel ain't win his first one until he turned into the bad guy. You know mm, what I'm saying? So it's like, Okay, I mean, okay, Will Smith won his, but there's some adversity before he actually gets to be able to to speak his piece about winning. So right, right, right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not no conspiracy theorist, bro. But hey, what you saying, Bolo? What you hey, saying? Maybe it may be something in the water, man. Where the Oscars don't really want these black folks to go out here and really get they uh get their flowers, bro, appropriately, bro. I don't know because because if if the if the Oscars really put that shit on the teleprompter for Chris Rock to say, bro, then they wrong too. You know what I'm saying? They wrong for that too. Like comedian, no comedian, bro. Like blah. I don't care. Right, comedian, no comedian, bro. You can't do that. Yeah, somebody, somebody on the production team, somebody on the production team and the research team should have known or thought about, hey, we probably shouldn't say this joke because he does have a condition. If because that's how it works in the production team. Even, even if we are feeding the prompter, it's a full team. You're, you're looking at the scripts. You're deciding. So if they miss the ball on that, that's kind of like, so. And then, bro, before we transition, bro, I got to say this, bro. All them folks out here capping about what you was going to do or what you would have did in that situation, sit down, hush up. <laughs> sit down, hush up, be quiet. You wouldn't have did nothing. All right? Just like Chris Rock stood there and finished what he had to say on live TV, you probably would have did the same thing. He froze up. You probably would have froze up in that situation. Now, if you were to try to catch him after the show, then that's up to you. But at that present moment right there, oh, I, you wouldn't have did nothing. So close your mouth. All y'all doing all that capping about what y'all would have did, but y'all wouldn't have did nothing. Ain't Bolo P bringing the heat to y'all. He basically calling y'all soft. He basically, he basically calling y'all bluff right now. He basically what he's saying. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't really about that. I know, I know me though. Y'all know where I'm from, man. Far East Side. Nap town, you know how we get down. Let a grown like, man slap me on like national TV. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. And I would have came back immediately. As soon as my face turned, I'm coming back with a right hook. You would have hooked him, bro. I'm hooking you. And if he turn around, if he turn around, I'm grabbing him like uh Bubba Ray and D Ray. Uh, D Ray was it Douglas WWF, and I'm mm, suplexing him so, on his. So, I'm turn so your back let towards me. You, me. So, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Y'all working regardless. We working. I have to. My, my pride is like wrong, I right? I feel that, though. I feel it, though. I, I don't see it. myself not doing, like, I, I would be too mad at myself for not doing anything to him. That's what I, that's what I was thinking, <laughs> too. Like, I probably would go to sleep knowing that, like, I should have just acted. Yeah. But I, I'm, not even, I'm not even, like, a fighter. People know me. I'm real cool. I, I didn't get into yeah, a lot right, of fights right, growing right. up. But it's certain stuff where you disrespect me Literally to that level. Come on now. Cause I be at home like darn exactly. you soft. I cannot believe let this grown man slap you in front of your. I don't know if Chris Chris I got a girl, but he got he, family. He got, he got his ass smacked. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shout out to Chris Rock, man. He done, I might be going to your comedy show in July, man. I'm sure you're gonna talk about this. But let's yeah, move on to our quick hitters. We went a little long on now, but it's okay to support. Let's play a little game of Would You Rather. I'm gonna get it started off, man, with this one. You know, since we on the topic, Bolo, would you rather get slapped across your face? on national television or get dumped by your girl on national television? Which one would you rather do, man? Get Talk to me. By... Damn, Artin, get dumped by... Ooh, get dumped <laughs> by your girl. 
And we might just stay yeah. on this one as our one like, quick hitter. Like, um, what if it's like, is it like reality TV? Like, if it's like reality TV, then dump me because ain't nobody just smacking me, bro. And you just smacking you? You ain't smacking me, bro. Matter, matter of fact, dump me. Dump, dump me. you. Dump That's me, tough, bro. though, bro. I mean, because, bro, I think I'm gonna be hurt regardless, bro. Yeah, but ain't nobody like imagine how my man's jaw feeling right now physically. Like, I may be emotionally hurt, like, which probably will hurt worse. But if you smack me, bro, it's just different. It's just different, bro. It's like you physically are harming me. Like you're physically attacking me. So I have to act in a manner that allows me to react in that same fashion. Right, if you right. Me, it's like, all right, I'm going to just I'm going to just move on. And then I'm going to just post later on the day with a new chick. <laughs> That's how I can bat that. Be, but you be can't petty a little bit. Oh, yeah. You can't <laughs> come back from getting slapped, bro. You cannot come back from getting slapped, bro. I got you. I got you. I took a little picture, of y'all. Middle, middle of him uh, talking, but I don't know, man. Get done by your girl. We just talked about love a few minutes ago, and and, and we'd do whatever for love. Now we anything. Said, now, 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 now. You said your uh, girl. You didn't say your wife. Why can't I just keep it broad? Why? Why, why, why gotta be all specific? Everybody not married on the porch. Yes, what I'm saying, bro. Significant other than difference. If I get dumped by my girl, I can get over it. Now, if my wife decides to break up with me. Oh, on national TV. On national TV, then that throws a whole wrench in it. Like, if my well, we talking about ain't me and you married? We talking about wives then? Shit, smack me then. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have to smack me. But look, check this out though. Hey, he switched the, he the whole you dig on you. Because it's your, if it's your girl, you can come back from it. But I got kids, I got crib. We ain't about to get. That's my point. That's what we I'm saying. Doing all that. <laughs> we need to talk through this. We gonna work it out, right? But you smack me though. I'm definitely gonna have somebody on the camera somewhere around the corner because after show, after party, whatever, like Diddy said, the after party, we getting that chunk in like this. Hmm. Hmm. I'm giving them uh the Popeye, the spinach. What's the spinach man name? I think I think it's Popeye. Ain't it Popeye? Popeye with the forearm. I'm hitting him with a hood. I'm hitting him with the Johnny Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel you, bro. Go ahead and slap me, bro. As much as my pride be hurt, you know, I, I can handle that later. But losing my wife, woo! Even thinking about that right now, I'm, I'm about to tear right now. My chest hurt a little bit. It's uh, it's it's treacherous, bro. That's ain't nothing like a strong black bolo. Ain't nothing like a strong black woman, man. I'll keep it real. So, so, so what you you ain't tell us what you think though? What, what, I mean, would you rather what get dumped on TV? I just, I'm not. Well, I die. I'm ready to get slapped. Get slapped. Slap me. Okay. I can't lose my wife, my queen. I'll make sure we was on the same page. My girl just made some homemade ramen the other day. When I say ramen, I'm not talking about the hood. I'm not talking about the, the, the little pop the orange package. Thai, thai, I'm talking about that Thai thai ramen. I'm talking about she had that bok choy in there. You don't know what that is. Google it. Bok choy. B-O-K space C-H-O-Y. Bok choy. She had that in there. Cilantro, spinach, jalapeno, crazy little uh, little sauce with it. My point being, it take a queen to make a meal like that. Facts, it does, bro. Shout out to hey man, shout out to the queens out there, man. Shout My beautiful Nubian goddesses out here holding mm. it down. Beautiful hair, beautiful Ooh. skin. They smell cocoa good, cocoa butter, butter. You know what I'm Fritz. saying? You know, they, they cook it with that Cisco grease. You know, flour, flour on their fingers. You know what I'm saying? They, they they making it happen. You know what I mean? They they just superheroes, man. Super sheroes. I'm sorry, they superheroes, bro. So. They make it happen, bro. They do a lot of things behind the scene that everybody don't see. So shout out to them beautiful black Nubian queens. Super sheroes. You so, a zero. You can't get with a super shero. Super zero. You can't get with a super. I might go crazy on that one. <laughs> so let's jump to our next one. Obviously, NFL draft is coming up here in a few weeks. So I'm definitely going to hit you something as it relates to that. Um, okay. Would you rather get drafted first round by a terrible team? Mm. Or get drafted last round by the best team in the league. Man, that's a tough one, Bolo. Um, the, from the competitive side, thinking thinking about wins and losses, mm-hmm. I'd rather get drafted last round. You know what I'm saying on a good team. Okay. Thinking from a selfish standpoint, and from a financial standpoint, and from a security standpoint, first round. Why first round guy? Mm-hmm. Gonna have more a uh, 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 a longer bandwidth, meaning that if he's struggling in practice, struggling in camp, he ain't gonna get cut because they already invested so much investment. Investment number one, number two, bigger bag, bigger signing bonus and money up front. 
Gotta get the bread. We gotta take care about we gotta take care of our loved ones. And then, then number three, yeah, if you got dropped the last round, like there's you probably not getting no bonus. Like you gotta ball out at such a level during a very short just camp just to make the team. You have there's no security there. So yeah, I'm give me first round, man. Easy, Garbage easy. team. I'm on, good. The ter- the, on the worst team in the league. Please. And I'm am gonna make something happen. I'm you could be a Chicago Bears, you could draft me. All right, you ain't gotta do that, bro. You ain't <laughs> have to throw the Bears in there, bro. We did not have to go there, bro. But I did, I did hear there's money on the table for Teran Matthew for the Indianapolis Colts. Talk to me. I did hear about that. Now, if y'all pull Tyran Matthew, bro. Then I'm gonna really go have to give me a Tyran Matthew jersey. No cap. Got to honey badger. No one of the best safeties in the league. That, that, that defense may be elite. Y'all may turn that defense elite, man. Come on now. Cornerback play, linebacker play, D-line play. You know what I'm saying? Safety play. It, it may be, it may be something happening, man. I don't know too much about Matty Ice on the other side of the ball. Man, Matty Ice is a, still an MVP, oh, four-time pro bowler. Come on. Pieces together on the other side, bro. Y'all got this old man trying to put a band-aid on a gash wound. Y'all need stitches, not band-aids. Matt Ryan, 2016 MVP, bro, led us to the Super Bowl four bro, time Pro Bowler. 2016, bro. Do you not know it's 2022, bro? Bro, I can wake up, bro, with a bad back in two days, bro. This man, obviously, he had a, he had a bad O line, had a bad everything was bad. No weapons. He lost everything his main receivers. Julio left. What you but call it? Out gambling, time, bro. At the same time, bro. When he goes over here to the coast, bro, if they don't have somebody to throw the ball to then he's going to be just a sitting duck and y'all going to be waiting on Jonathan Taylor to run for 150 yards each game. That's a good problem to have. He's the I second best that, running bro, back in the league. Michael Pittman Jr. is a receiver. He's a dog. And who didn't make the playoffs last year? That's because we didn't have Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. We lost bro. the last two games of the season because our starting quarterback, Carson Wentz, couldn't make bro. plays when he needed to make plays. But y'all, bro, y'all didn't lost receivers now, though, bro. Some of them threats y'all not going to have. So and that Phil Trav is on the way. I hope so. A receiver is very replaceable. No offense to y'all. Somebody who got some good hands. We always to catch the ball growing up, playing jackpot five hundred. We all know how to catch. Bro, Somebody who's fast and can run routes. You, bro, I'm trying to. I'm trying to tell you that the man Tom Brady is great at what he does, bro, because he's also a great salesman. All right, even though he knows he's getting older. All right. He knows that some of the things that he used to do, he couldn't do. So what he needs to supplement is making sure he gets good players to come help him. So, he, you know, what he's doing he's taking a cut and pay. Make sure he get a high caliber player to say, OK, I'm going right. to get this ball and I'm going to go make this happen. All right? Let me tell you Same this. Matty Ice, bro. Matty Ice is not there in his career, bro, where he can go and make shit happen on his own, bro. He needs help. He needs backups, bro. He needs more superstars on his team so he can throw the ball, too. And if you think that's true, guess who else we got money on the table for right now? Jarvis Landry, stop playing. Jarvis Landry, I'm bro. I'm happy, bro. I want, I want to see that happen. Yeah, because yeah. The, the coach need that. They need yeah. that in order to be successful because it's gonna be another team. Michael Pittman Jr. Out of, out of 22 players on offense and defense, bro, you'll have fucking 18. Oops, excuse my language. 18 ballers. Okay, they'll have 18 ballers, and they still won't make the playoffs, bro. So I bet you right now, what's it? March 28th, if there's no if no key players get like no starters get injured, and I know that's a big no start. Like when I say like quarterback, uh Jonathan Taylor, like main like weapons get injured. I guarantee the coach are in the playoffs next year. I hope so. I hope so. Man. Shout out to my boy Nate Ali. D-line Shout out to my boy Nate. Get the D line. So got a better alone, coach at D line now. Come on, bro. That alone, that alone makes me a coach fan, bro. By default, I am rooting for the coach. He forced Buckner. Successful, bro. They got some dogs, bro. They got some dogs. Bro. Just got buddy from the Raiders, bro. I want to see them put it together, bro. They, they have him, bro. not put it together, bro. Because there's been times, bro. I'm not a big Wentz fan, but there's been times where Wentz has been on his game, bro. But then that's another. That's something else. Maybe special teams or defense that's lacking, bro. So I want to see them play a full game of football in all phases. I understand I, that, bro. At the quarterback, I you got clean stuff. Year. You know why they call Matt, Matt Ryan Matty Ice? Because he clutch. He got he ice in his veins. He, yes. he make big plays in big moments. And we're going to see that here. New new organization. He needed a fresh start. He was tired of being in, in Atlanta. It's way too hot. He tired of dealing with all that. He's trying to come to Indy. Great place to uh, raise a family. Cost of living is low. 
He got food spots everywhere. You bro, saw his son run up, up, run up and bro. get that man. Better be throwing some touchdown passes, bro, and being able to step up in that pocket and throw the ball. Bro. He, we got the we got the second best O line in the league, best running back next and, to him. And I know We're gonna draft receivers. We got Michael it. Pittman Jr. Come on. And the thing about it, bro, y'all mm-hmm. got the best O line. Y'all yep. got one of the best run games in the league, bro. Yep. So what's gonna happen is people gonna load the box and make make Maddie Ice throw the ball. So we want that. We want that one on one with Michael Pittman, bro. It's gonna be another wasted quarterback. All right, you, you better so you better make sure you, all these quarterbacks, bro, in five years, bro, and they still ain't made nothing happen. Y'all bears ain't been good since Rex Grossman, and guess who <laughs> took away y'all moment? My coach. That's, that's fine, the Porsche, bro. man. That's the Porsche. That's all y'all, that's all y'all can say is 2005 Indianapolis Coast Championship. Pay Manning with his big head ass. Bob that's Sanders, blah, the white Franny, Mathis, Gary Brackett. We was dog. <laughs> We was cold. We was cold too. We took y'all out in Miami in the rain. Sorry, y'all. But that's all we got today, y'all. That's the Porsche, man. Tune in. We everywhere, man. Apple, Spotify, Shopify, Lotify, Modify. We everywhere. You stream podcasts. We on Instagram. The Porsche Podcast underscore Underscore. is the Instagram name. Find us on TikTok. We booming. We had Sarah J. Lisa Ann. We had Dylan Gonzalez. We had we had Eric Griffin. Jamie Maggio, Taylor Tannenbaum. Who else? We we clowning on the boys. We had, we had Canada superstars. Like, yeah, Jordan had, Pauline. Had Tap in with your boy. Tap in with us. Hey, and look, check this out, y'all. We, we getting ready to shoot a live episode. All right. You know, I told him I put it out there. So now we really got to make it happen. Got to do it now. A live episode here soon. All right. So make sure y'all tune in, lock in, be blessed. Let's get 1% better, man. You know, it's my boy D Nell, Big Smitty. It's your boy B Jones, aka Bolo. And we out. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put it work every day. We got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see you. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.